Hi, Tom. Hi, Sophia. How are you? I'm okay. I'm good, thanks. I didn't even get a chance to ask okay. you anything. I'm not going right. to ask. We're going to talk about... <laughs> Go on. We're going to talk about relationships. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I find it weird that, like... um, I feel like ever since we got married... Um, oh god what no i just i feel like it's i don't know like not you that regret I'm, everything no not that i'm like out the game when I, I don't have anything worthy of like being able to share and stuff but i feel like i don't want to come off as like condescending like do you get what i'm saying like i think that's already gonna happen like, like if you if you're if you're not a single you're rubbing it in yeah <laughs> And it's just like I'm not that's not the energy and the vibe that I'm hopefully coming from with yeah. this episode. I guess my obviously like I would like to hear what you have to say, but I guess what I'd like people to take away from this is just I well, sharing like small itty bitty things that helped us that is hopefully transferable. Uh-huh. Um, rather than us just flexing for an hour on yeah. like, <laughs> Cause that's not what I wanna do. Yeah, and also like nothing's nothing's guaranteed. Like, we don't know what. Well, I guess that comes that comes into, I guess my philosophy about relationships, in kind of more broadly, is like nothing's nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. So, like, you, I'm not assuming that we're gonna last forever, hmm. just on the basis that we, you know, we like each other as people. <laughs> like that that doesn't cut it. You know, yeah. and it's like it actually takes effort on both sides, yeah. and like you, you make it what you want it to be. Um, so yeah, like <laughs> that um, just sounds so heavy. <laughs> no, but I feel like it, it keeps me humble because it just it. I've never felt like that's that kind of mentality of, you know, oh, we're just so perfect for each other, and isn't it, you know, and this whole thing because like, I I don't want to get wrapped up in that. If I I don't want to get gassed on like how compatible we are and how amazing it all is because yeah, it is it is those things but it also is hard work and yeah. it and it's also you know mundane <laughs> and and it and it also doesn't have any glamour in it and then you have those moments where there, you know there is the glamour and there is the um i guess the you know hashtag goals and all of that but it's not if you just relied on that then that's that's a recipe for disaster i think yeah but yeah okay well, i remember go on then no so i was gonna say let's just start from the top out of everything that we went through what do you think has been one of the things that have helped well i was gonna say like b- taking it out of, out of us necessarily but yeah. just looking at use us as like a launch pad essentially yeah but not we're not gonna talk we're just thinking about, about like ourselves. relationship pitfalls i guess the reason so what is the reason we want to talk about this right because i think this was one of your ones what so you're absolving yourself of no. like all interest to in the topic i supported it but i'm just i'm just showing that the source was you well the reason why is that i remember having a conversation with somebody who was having relationship troubles and they were asking for advice and stuff and i was like i was i was i think maybe six months into you know seeing you and yeah. i don't know i was kind of relatively settled in the situation of like i know what and also <laughs> those six months <laughs> basically first two years was just a hot mess anyway <laughs> would i be right in saying that um 
Well, what was a hot mess? As in, like, you and I were, like, just constantly, like, working on things, negotiating, communicating. Yeah. It was like, will we work? Will we not work? Like, this whole this whole thing. So, it, I feel like we just naturally approach things very pragmatically. Yeah. And then, you know, here I was having this conversation with somebody who was coming at it, for, like, purely emotionally. Yeah. And I, I, and that kind of sparked a thing in my mind of like, okay, this is interesting because why is it that um, I was so adamant on approaching it differently with you? Because I think we have a tendency to, when we start a new relationship, to kind of fall head over heels or to sort of get swept up in the emotion of it all and not think about the actual like pragmatism of it. And, you know, are we compatible and, and, sort of the I guess the mundane questions that you don't want to ask because you're you're you want to you want to be swept away you want to have the romance you want to have the you know the couple goals moments um so I just yeah I thought it would be interesting to like talk about like why what those like common pitfalls are I guess and I suppose emotionality is one of them but that's do you think that's a gendered thing like what are your thoughts on on like getting swept up in it all well i know you hate this statement but and i know you think it's aimless but hopefully it's shown through my actions that it's not but i my approach to relationships was always just like go with the flow um purely because <laughs> yeah. not uh, i no, know no, you no, hate just, it but no it's not no no no. It just it made me laugh because like that was something that we yeah yeah no and it's not like from a naive standpoint it's just um i guess i approached it from a, a place of like um, nothing is guaranteed like you might like me today but then in a month from now or a year or two from now you might not necessarily like me and that's okay or mm-hmm. vice versa mm-hmm. um, so I always just felt that it was important to allow that like time and space for like people to feel what they want to feel mm-hmm. um, that's why I was like I, I kept saying the whole go of the flow because I wasn't trying to like put any like um, not attachment or like any like weight onto things because yeah, yeah. I would like things to like you know naturally develop and whatnot um, and just so that they can reach their natural conclusion kind of like I think the same principle behind you know back to the future and it, like don't change anything because you don't want to like mm-hmm. um, disrupt the the way things natural so, order of things yeah exactly yeah but do you think that, sorry um, yeah but, go on but um, obviously that wasn't entirely the approach that we like we experienced in our relationship obviously it was one a bit um i guess the situation without going into details the situation around it kind of forced us to ask those the questions that i feel a lot of couples would ask um mm-hmm. like maybe when they're like two or three years into a relationship yeah um and upon reflection and especially i think the the and i guess we'll refer back to him in a bit um the trigger moment or like the not trust not not trigger moment the i had an epiphany or the light bulb moment that's it yeah um was when oh we watched is it his name's james sexton yeah yeah we watched a video he's with a him. divorce lawyer yeah so <laughs> you wouldn't think a divorce lawyer would give like some of the best relationship advice going but lo and well, behold he's seen he, so many failed relationships <laughs> yeah, like so it kind of like in a um counterintuitive way he's probably one of the best people to, yeah like, yeah because he's seen the good bad and the ugly he um, wrote a book as well so like, we, yeah we watched that long ass yeah we watched like, the video, video. And, I'm, and i'm really glad because i feel like that kind of shook me out of like um 
not just seeing it from the emotional side, but as you said, like the pra- the pragmatic side as well. Um, and and also like thinking about how like that that snaps me out of the fear that something might not work. Mm. Does that do you know what I'm saying? It's like you know some relationships don't work, and and that just that that's that just has to be okay. Yeah. And we might be one of those relationships, but we also might not be. And just I guess coming back to that kind of attachment thing you know when you when you fall into something with somebody I mean that the operative word being fall right you just kind of get swept into it and you fall in love or you you know and and then you you get hung up on what if this ends I don't want to lose this person like da 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 and then you because you're so fearful of losing that person you you uh, are reticent to inquire as to whether you're actually compatible for each other yeah. you know well and yeah as I was saying I was just like um sorry I'm just thinking about what you were just saying <laughs> yeah no I feel like it's so the, watching that video and like going through that process like kind of as you just said it like it highlighted that like yes there's the emotional side but also is just as important is like the actual mechanics of the relationship yeah because like I guess when you look forward like um towards like marriage or like being like in a long-term committed relationship yeah obviously there's other factors that come into play as well yeah that I feel like when you you can love someone straight up like no one's saying that but then the logistics of like what your day-to-day life is going like, to be like living is this a the life, life together that, yeah is yeah. this what you actually want or what's your approach to kids or how strong are you on you with your religious beliefs? Like, I really do feel like it's important to run your relationship through those filters as well. Yeah. Um, he get he gets weird too. Like he, so much of the book because I we bought the book afterwards after we watched because also we were watching that. Do you remember we were watching it and we kept pausing to yeah, discuss? Yeah, which was really good. So like, what was maybe a fifty minute video turned into a three hour hours. conversation? No, the video was like two hours. All right, fair enough. And yeah, I we just we kept spent going like three or four hours on it. And. But yeah, what I was going to say is as well is like I'm um, just not to put the fear in people because I can imagine if I was listening to this I would be scared that just because you might not be compatible on certain things doesn't necessarily make it a deal breaker no exactly yeah, but it, I think people just don't want to even bring it up because they're scared of of that being an option yeah and I feel like going through that process of watching that video and then talking with you was like what it helped I felt was it helped um shine a light on different aspects that you wouldn't necessarily even think about until you experience it yeah um and yes you might be in different places but it was i felt like it was good in some parts because it helped highlight to me like um it helps give me a heads up on where you are at yeah it's a temperature check of each other's like boundaries and and personally as well, I feel like even if we were to like face those situations like in the future, I think because we sat down and we did that and we like ran various filters, talked about different scenarios and situations, I feel like I'll have more of a starting point rather yeah. than like say if we clash and like we're um, at odds with each other, I'm then having to, whilst either one of us is angry and upset, try and understand where you're coming from and yeah. vice versa. I feel it's like, like dealing with each other through conflict, but yeah. also through different value systems. Yeah, and like, I feel like it, yeah. it, it takes the it takes away some of the weight and the heaviness of that. Like, I feel like I'll be, hopefully, um, be able to understand, you know, in the heat of the moment a bit better than yeah. I would if I was just to go in situations blind. So I found that really, really useful. Like, just applying that, like, 
pragmatic lens and like so what what do we mean when we say pragmatic because like he talks about he 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 goes through quite a few scenarios he mentions that pretty much the biggest reason why people divorce is uh is infidelity mm. and then that kind of brings up or he he brings up case studies or stories where you know basically couples don't communicate with each other with about their needs so then somebody goes and gets their needs met elsewhere right that's basically what it comes down to is a lack of communication right and then there's the different um stances on finances or different stances on raising kids uh or running a home or hobbies uh, finance was a big career one. like all of those things you have to actually iron out with your yeah. with your partner and also it's good as well like i feel like going through that process um it's not necessarily always just about like the relationship but it can help highlight stuff to yourself that you didn't previously know well yeah i feel like especially the intimacy stuff yeah. it's like it, it again we're just so i guess we clam up and we get so uncomfortable when we want to talk about things mainly you know how much do you earn or um what do you like in bed like you know these are kind of really personal deep intimate questions to ask somebody but obviously if you're if you're in a partnership with somebody you should be able to openly communicate about those things and i think what he what he challenged what he challenges all of us to do in in, in the book and in that in that video is like actually having frank conversations about about that which was never something i'd ever thought to do like yeah. i i just kind of thought okay well you know if you love each other you'll you'll figure it out but yeah. but no like yeah, th- <laughs> you I, should have was... an understanding of what the other person's needs are and, and when i say needs i mean it, like it, you know intimacy i mean hobbies or alone time or free time or um quality time with you or uh i don't know like the groceries that they want in the cupboard or like i don't know just like being able to communicate i like like he left an incredible example i remember this one where um she 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 likes a certain kind of oatmeal or granola or something like a like a muesli and then the husband kept bringing back basically like stopped caring and kept um bringing bringing back like a completely different brand or something like that and like I don't know it's just like it seemed like a very trivial I might be might I might be um cocking this up but it was like a very trivial thing but it, it symbolized uh that he stopped caring do, do you yeah. see like because he would usually bring home almost like if you were to bring home flowers yeah you know like he would bring home her favorite muesli and then he he stopped doing it or he stopped, He just started bringing home like a random or something like that. And it was just like, that was the moment where she realized that it, we weren't actually communicating. We weren't compatible anymore because, you know, it, it so, so many things are triggered off of kind of broader issues, right? And you, you going into the, to the divorce lawyer's office is not really about Muesli, is it? Like that's, that's really the least of her worries, but, but it symbolized something to her. Yeah. like of the, that it symbolized the moment that she realized the, the, her marriage was over was that um he he basically stopped caring i was gonna say as well i feel like um 
like going through this process and stuff you you will find that you're basically you'll you'll arm yourself with more like um clues or like more yeah. of an awareness of your partner yeah um that naturally would happen over time and probably will ha- i'm not saying i know you inside out just yet but i'm sure we'll learn and grow as you grow up and as i grow up yeah. i'll learn even more and stuff um but yeah i just feel like it arms you a bit better like you're not going into it as blind it doesn't feel like as much of like a risk like i feel like if you ask people about like um if you bring like the the topic of marriage up like more time than none like a lot of people will like swell up and stuff yeah and but i think that swelling be fair, up like, happens because that's like, um reality though well, more, mar- more marriages end than continue yeah like i feel like there's that fear of like um, failure <laughs> failure there's that fear of, and or being tied down yeah or like i feel like peeps are not really giving not really taught to equip themselves to make it as successful as possible yeah like a lot of people are just like okay well i guess we've been with each other for like x amount of years it kind of looks bad now so let's do this or yeah it's just like it's yeah i I definitely feel like more needs to be done because yeah as you said like we all know about the stats about how many marriages fail and stuff but we don't necessarily hear a lot more about like techniques and stuff to like actually make it last um, well i feel like a big part of that is like you said you know okay well i suppose we should get engaged now because we've been together for a while it's almost like this right like what's the i'm word? not saying that's right everyone's passage. story by the way i'm just no like, no just yeah. but you know marriage marriage can't be for everyone surely yeah. like if, if it's not right if it's if it's not something you envision for yourself then don't be don't be doing it because you're supposed to or I, and I think p- things are changing in that direction. I don't think that it, people are necessarily expected to get married anymore or yeah. like that's But I, but equally, you know, I don't think marriage has a very good rep because it seems that people just kind of get into it for the wrong reasons or that they, you know, feel like they, you know, need to need to do it for culture or for you know societal expectations and also or whatever. It's, got, it's rooted. Um, well, not it's rooted, but like over the years like way back when i'm talking victorian times and be- and before more times than not it was done to like protect to, to bring families together or to like protect wealth yeah exactly it, like the whole concept of marrying for love is like a very very like recent phenomenon it's yeah not, exactly it's not something that's been around for a long time and also as well i i just want to point out to people listening like when i'm talking about this i'm not necessarily just saying talking exclusively in terms of like you know marriage like if you're in a long-term committed relationship like i guess the same principles can equally apply yeah because it either lasts or it doesn't yeah. right <laughs> a breakup is a breakup your heart's not going to care whether or not you have a ring it was on a your marriage finger or not yeah or you well to be fair a marriage is more expensive to break up to be yeah. fair <laughs> <laughs> well there's civil partnerships now as well yeah that's true so, yeah you know exactly but well, yeah you're right like it but the principles still stand that it's like yeah. if you want something to last and i think yeah so like kind of circling back like that's i agree like james sexton's um i'll put the video in the description amazing honestly like best two hours like i'm glad i watched but it, it was first. it was good for like for practicality yeah, point of view. i would highly suggest to watch it first by yourself just to prep yourself so you don't get thrown any curveballs and then watch it with why? your partner why why are you gonna prep yourself no because watch like, with your partner no because the reason why i say that is we like, didn't prep ourselves i did I, I watched it and then i was just thinking because there's a lot of questions oh, fine. If, like that he was talking about and i just didn't even think about what my stance was because i've never even encountered it 
Okay, so that's enough. why I feel like it's important to like. Also, if you're single, watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. It's no, pretty yeah, lit. that's perfect. Like, yeah, <laughs> even if you're, you know, your relationships on the rocks, like this is perfect. Um, like it'll prep you for the next one. Like, yeah, that's what it's good to. It's it's like a way of like being more mindful of who you are, or if you want to connect with yourself, like no matter what stage you are in your life or where you are in in your love life, like I highly suggest watching it because it's it's yeah, it'll make you stronger. It'll make you think. Right, moving on to another thing that I thought was, um, I think this was kind of following from the, you know, his his ideas about infidelity and just like that's the main reason, right? That the people's relationships end. And then I found this woman um, called Esther Peril. Have you heard of her? No. Um, no, you've. I think I've sent you a video. Anyway, so she she's a relationship kind of expert, and I think she's a psychologist or a professor. I need to check. Wait, is this the choice for a lady? No, this oh. is. Uh, so she she again, right? Really thinking about those kind of taboo areas of conversation, right? Um, she she talks about uh, infidelity, and you know, what is there a place is there a place for it in relationships and like where where do you draw the line um and also why does it happen and i think that was i'll I'll put some of her videos in in the description because that really helped me to kind of open my mind and my eyes to why it would happen in the first place i remember being i think i've said this in a couple of podcasts before like when i was younger being very judgmental about you know infidelity if i ever saw it i was like oh how could you ever stay with that person blah yeah. blah blah and like now i guess through maturity or through i guess this education i understand that it's it's never that it's never that easy yeah um and it's always a symptom of a deeper problem and it's not to say that you should then just stay with that person because if it's a toxic situation it shouldn't be yeah, you shouldn't keep it at the end of the day. it's it absolutely and it doesn't uh, it's not a light thing that can easily be forgiven. but but her her kind of work around this isn't rationalizing it or justifying it but it it does give an understanding of of what what is at play and it, whilst the betrayal isn't lessened any any way you know by understanding the reasons why or whatever and and also whilst you know this shouldn't stop you from from leaving that person if that's what you want to do i think it just raises it raised some really important like thought-provoking questions about basically boundaries like understanding your boundaries like what would i be okay with and what would i not be okay with yeah and i think in this kind of day and age when everyone's sort of thinking about or talking about well not everyone but you know this idea of open relationships or uh you know polyamorous relationships and you know going beyond monogamy or you know trying to find a consensual way to do that that again you know these are really thought-provoking ideas that coming from a, a i guess a very cookie cutter version of what love and relationships is you know and sort of being conditioned in that way what could a new world what could a new what could our relationship look like right and i remember asking you i, I had like a note thing on my phone and i was like yeah. i want to ask tom these questions not necessarily like saying that i want to do these things but just you know like oh could we have an open relationship I remember asking that and like us having a convers just a really open conversation about what that would be 
and us both agreeing that that was absolutely not something we yeah, wanted I'm to not do. Down for that yeah, no, neither, was... no, nor me. <laughs> but uh, but I just think that's important though I that just we found it weird. Yeah, but we talked about it though. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I remember we were watching that video series with that couple. Um, the two mixed race peeps from yeah. America. I forgot their names now. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, yes. I'll um, put the link in the. God, you love to drop things and then not actually follow through. No, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I remember watching them, and like it just felt like, um, it just felt like peeps that were like they want to get in the bath, but like they were too scared to dip their toe in the water, and they're like, "Do you promise I can get out if it's too cold?" I, I don't know. It's just it felt a bit indecisive for me, but I did understand well, and appreciate yeah. the the sentiments of where they were coming from, and I feel like it kind of goes back to like it's another way of me saying you know like let, let's go of the flow and you be true to yourself and like be honest with yourself and i feel like that's what they're trying to put at the forefront yeah um and yeah so i can appreciate it from afar but just like i guess the way i interpret an open relationship obviously i get the imagery of like you can just go off and do whatever you want without recourse or any reproach yeah but, uh, my perception changed after it was that much much deeper it's it's essentially you know, there, there's something in there that's actually we could all take a leaf out of that out of that book I feel because like, it's basically like, hey, you know, I want to discuss with you. I, you know, I've met I met somebody at a bar, or I don't know, like, oh, there's somebody at work that I was thinking about taking out on a date. Would you be okay with that? And like, nothing happens without the other partner's consent. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like the common theme, and it kind of brings me on to the next thing that I feel like helped. Um, like helped me and I think can help other people is um, just the whole notion of like intra being intradependent or mm. as opposed to um, codependent. Codependent. Is yep. it intra or interdependent? I forgot the. Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when you so there's it's you're not two halves, you're two holes. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like I feel like the common theme, like from what you're saying there with the open relationships, and then going back to the James Sexton stuff, it's like not losing yourself completely and like maintaining a strong relationship with yourself mm-hmm. as well as with your partner um and like just yeah like as i said maintaining that sense of self checking in with yourself like like basic basic basically what, like, what am i okay with yeah, what am i happy with what brings me joy what you know how how do i want things to be run in the house how do i want to have conversations with my partner how do i want to solve conflicts with my partner how do you know like and also not not even just tied to the partner like what do you want to do with your life like your life doesn't just finish and you don't stop existing now that you're married like your hopes and your dreams and everything still exists yeah it's just now that you get the added benefit and pleasure of doing it with somebody that you care about so it's just like maintaining that relationship with yourself and not feeling that you now have to get into this straight jacket of like uh the, the roles that are set out like for yeah. a married I feel like man the, that really or... that really I guess um brings up a lot of I guess uh, I don't know like inter- internal anxieties and um kind of internal pressures to uh, you know it, I guess that 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 is what codependency is right it's just I can't live without you yeah. and I need to control you in some way or I need to form you into into a version that I would be okay with in a relationship or I need to take care of you and rescue you like all of those kinds of toxic behaviors or ment- or or thought patterns are 
so wrapped up in a relationship and you don't even realize it's happening yeah i also feel like it's present in like people's expectations of what they want for a partner because they feel like they're having to do this exchange where they're going to give up themselves so they want to be making sure that they're getting certain things in return and it's just making me remember about the i think will and jada's they were talking about it on the um red table talk where like they were saying that they've like over the years they've had to like rethink about some of the things that they were expecting or were doing for their partner um or just the idea that you're i'm not going to be able ever be able to make you happy yeah you need to make yourself exactly yeah and that's i think that's the number one that's where i was trying to land before like um you you're still in control of your own happiness like it's not necessarily it's not even you're still in control you're the only one that can yeah like, like don't put that pressure on your partner don't be disillusioned yeah don't don't be under the illusion that your partner is going to save you yeah because you you really can do jack shit for me like i have to you can support each other you're but, a mirage yeah. as far as my happiness is concerned <laughs> you like do you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's because it's so alluring the, the concept that this external thing this person this animal this like who are you know uh material things like your partner it's so alluring that that could be the source of my happiness or like that could be the key that could be the magic pill that i take and as long as i have that person in my life or as long as i have that handbag or whatever it is it i mean it's all the same as far as as far as what they can do for you yeah it puts too much like pressure and weight on that person and i feel like uh, it oh, can leave the door open to resentment hell uh, if they only op- the only option is to is to feel resentment to feel guilt for, to feel to feel awful because yeah. you're not actually taking control of your own life you're just putting your you're putting fate in the hands of somebody that is a flawed human being that has their own shit going on yeah you, right? still, you have to constantly work at it um i also feel like I, again i'm not i hope it doesn't come across like Oh, you, um, love is futile, and it like you don't get to enjoy that person because like it's great hanging out with you. I have so many fun times, and I love being with you. And yeah, but and love's not that. enough. Uh, well, I I say it goes a long way, but you can't. You don't want to put too much pressure on that love. That's yeah, what exactly. I would say. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, I know, but completely. I think that obviously, what you think I am too. <laughs> like, no. Oh, you just said love's not enough. No, I'm just being like that. But that's what you're saying, right? You're saying that you can love somebody to to the ends of the earth, but if you're not looking at the relationship more holistically, then you're just going to kind of get sucked into yeah. your emotions for that person. And this is what kind of goes back to that codependency of you you start to lose yourself, you start to lose your own priorities or your or your own boundaries. You know, like I don't know what an example of a boundary could be, like in this case of like oh um you know okay like yeah my boundary is that you don't sleep with other people that's my boundary right but if i'm so in love with you and i'm so into you and da, 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 and i and and i just i'd rather you don't leave me right i'd rather you don't leave me so actually i'll, I'll let go of that you can uh, okay fine you can see he, he i know he's cheating but i'm not going to say anything because i'd rather he not leave me do you see what i'm saying it's like that's that's when it becomes a recipe for toxicity because now i'm actually just dependent on on you um to you know to feel functional so because i can't actually just cut the cord and say do you know what that that broke that passed a boundary for me and you know i'm i'm not okay with that and i need yeah. to you know have my own life i need to have my own sense of self 
Yeah. Well, um, so next one, or do you want to put um put another one in? Because I was just kind of going again full circle, like back to Esther Perel, because she talks about infidelity quite a lot, and just this idea of like you know have your boundaries, but also communicate. Again, all of this will come back to communicating, even the things that you don't want to communicate about, right? And and this idea of the the understanding the reasons why somebody would want to to ever cheat in the first place because when you understand people on that deeper level then you can have a bit more empathy and compassion for for the situation and that doesn't mean that then you um you know it doesn't mean you stay in that relationship with that person at all if someone's a toxic person because they they continuously hurt people they continuously cross boundaries and they don't have any remorse so they don't have it you know they don't set out to atone for their behavior then don't have that person in your life right yeah i guess that's like a key central theme throughout this is just like constantly just knowing yourself and like if you i I feel like it's a constant theme throughout all of our podcasts like the whole concept of mindfulness like if you don't have that one lost down like hopefully this can demonstrate again like it just how many different areas of life it can feed into so it can like as we've covered it can feed into like your career it can feed into your um into your finances it can feed into your like just your general relationships but like this is the thing with with a relationship like if you're if you're in a relationship with somebody it it's a deeper level of um of risk like you're giving yourself to somebody and it with that it's that's why it's so imperative that you're that you are keeping mindful of it because um it is so alluring to just kind of let you let yourself go and and or or to have like so many walls up where you don't let any anyone in you know being too far one way or the other isn't isn't conducive to a to a healthy happy relationship yeah Yeah, i guess that's the i i guess i'll speak from the romantic side of the equation like it's it's all good to like be excited and you should be excited and i hope you're excited about the person that you're with but i guess um what we're saying is it's just like just have your eyes open and just give yourselves ultimately give yourselves the best chance possible um one other thing as well that i'm kind of helped and i don't know if you're going to agree on this one or not um but i felt like having a good like friendship network now i don't mean yeah, friendship yeah, network yeah. in terms of like oh they're gonna know all of our most intimate details and all that no. but like i i really like looking back i felt like um when we were at our wedding and stuff we had a lot of people in the room that really loved and like cared yeah. for us and that was a really nice feeling that um they weren't like yeah okay some peeps knew just you more or they knew just me more but, but i felt like for both of us. we had a but decent contingent is, of people that knew both of us in route yeah like, i was gonna say actually that goes back to your um idea of having a sense of self and independence is like you have your friends and i have my friends yeah. for sure like and you know you you bugger off and go around meeting so and so i'm like all right yeah. okay bye <laughs> like and i don't feel the need to go and they don't feel the need to you know invite me out of courtesy it's not like we can never be seen without each other yeah and which i think becomes a tendency as well it's like okay i'm gonna bring my wife to everything yeah and it's like that it doesn't need to be like that like you need your friends i need my friends and then you know in the same way we we have mutual friends or you know friends that we met when we were a couple that yeah i guess um 
you know, know it's great. I, like, yeah. I mean, but just having that balance. Of, I can't I can't put my finger on exactly why it's nice, but it, I just know that I feel like our relationship has benefited by having. Well, I feel like a big part of it is that we started off as friends, so yeah. it, it that just feels natural that we were friends, and then we had other friends, and yeah. then we all were friends together, <laughs> and then when we became a couple, it was like okay, that makes sense, yeah. and then but it, it didn't really stop very much because we were. I mean, just imagine though, Tom, if like we we sort of withdrew from friendships and like just kept to each other, which again, that's, it's a real tendency. People get so consumed in their romantic relationship that they lose friendships that they've had for ages or they withdraw. Yeah, that's super dangerous. And like, that's the thing. It's like, again, going back to that codependency, right? Yeah. And that's why independence is so key and just I guess it's like the yeah. um, what's it called the is it the lamb being separated um, from <laughs> from the herd like you do yeah. you still need to keep your tribe but imagine like, you're willingly doing that yeah that's what makes what's the word I'm looking for like I keep saying alluring it it, it like a romantic relationship I thought, is I guess we've just been conditioned through so many Hollywood movies and books and like all kinds of things about what what this amazing thing could that's be. another thing that i think has really like put the pressure on so you, like i feel like and then hormonally like just oxytocin like it does spike when you meet somebody you like and for, as, on, yeah. kind of on a psychological and biological level you also do have those uncontrollable urges and hormones and like all of this going on as well and have fun from it with it i'm not gonna that, I suppose that's more for like fifteen-year-olds, to be fair. <laughs> well, no, like, hey, if you're in your twenties and you're <laughs> and you're excited about someone, have a good time. I'm not, I'm not here you to hate on you. Keep saying stuff like that, and it's like sounds, it sounds dirty, but I know you're not being dirty. No, I'm not. But it I'm sounds just, dirty. Like, I just, I want have people fun to with be, it. Like, okay, I want to be happy and like, like do you? But I'm just okay. saying, when you feel like you want to, like, you know get a bit serious and stuff like i hope well yeah have a bit of both stuff. like have the communication and then also have the you know i don't know what do people do go cinema make <laughs> make cinema. make out in a cinema yeah <laughs> oh, i had a major point oh yeah that was it um <laughs> movies and tv and music my goodness that yeah that just if there was like a bunch of crows that were like making life difficult or egging you on i feel like that is like a number one culprit yeah and like that's why i think again it it keeps coming back to know what you want yourself and not just absorb like what you hear from your community or what you hear from these songs or what you see on tv like what do you as a person listening to my voice right now what do you want for yourself just just like what do you feel you deserve what what do what would you like dr owen so like yeah, no, because I'm really conscious of like I feel like we've spoken about. It. I remember was it on the feminism episode? Yeah. Um, and then I was talking about the whole like I think we're like we're mentioning Fifty Cent. Um, and like I can just see like there's this social programming that can happen from music. Like we pick up things. We're very impressionable, like as yeah. human beings. And I feel like that's also something that you need to be very mindful but that can what, get in the way that, when it like, comes also, to relationships. It, it's not even like when it, when you're in the relationship as well. It's like so much of that also makes you feel so alone when you're not in one. Yeah. And I feel like that was my biggest lesson and my big, I guess my biggest piece of advice is like, I was very, very single before I met you and I was very comfortable in my singleness. And I, it, it didn't, it wasn't always that way, but I, it, I got to that point where I was very happy with the concept of me never being in a relationship. Yeah. Like I genuinely thought, okay, I'm not going to be, 
I'm not going to be one of those ones that's in a that has kids or has a relationship. I just thought that that wasn't what was meant for me, and so that's what made meeting you such a I, I guess a a kind of like pleasant, happy surprise was like I did I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't begging for it. I wasn't desperate for it. I wasn't on the prowl or on Tinder or like trying to find this this thing. I was just very pleased to be in the moment be happy with myself build up my own self-esteem my own self-confidence and and then you know we we were just friends right and then I guess that there's no pressure in that sense I think so many people are so feel so without worth or they feel like their time hasn't come yet and it's like your time's now like you're if you're single your life is happening before you like stop waiting for this thing to happen it also I it helped me understand like I don't need you in that sense like we we bring each other a joy and we bring each other purpose in some ways but we also like are independent like if if anything was to happen I'd be okay and you'd be okay and it would suck but it would be okay do you, do you well, see what I'm saying? How do you know I'll be okay? <laughs> like, tip me over the edge. <laughs> like, I'm not going to give I'm not... any cast iron guarantees that I'm going to be strong. And... Well, I feel <laughs> like I'm I'm glazing over how like... distraught I would be. But I'm just saying that, like, there's... I've felt you, the do you get what I'm... Not, I'm not going <laughs> to... I get what you're saying, but yeah. yeah. But here's Wait, a question. do you mean, like, if I died? I have very different reactions. <sighs> I don't want to yeah, yeah, entertain yeah, yeah. that for. Um, I here's a question I wanted to ask. Do you think lockdown might have contributed towards people like being more comfortable being alone? No. How? If you're stuck with each other the whole time, how can no, you ever no, be no. alone? No, no, no. I mean single peeps. Oh well, yeah. No, I don't. Maybe that. Maybe it compounded it. Especially if you live alone. Yeah. Right. It'd be nice to have someone on the end of the phone or someone to talk to. Or yeah. You know, I, I feel like that's always the way that people feel. And I don't get me wrong, I had moments of that feeling too, where I would just sort of, oh, it'd be nice to have some companionship or it'd be nice to have someone on the other end of the phone. But like that, you can get that from friends. You can get that from friends. Like you can, I think it just speaks to a bigger mission that you should have to try and build a, a broader, richer inner, inner life in your mind where you don't feel the need to have that. Yeah. Right. Um, there's a statement I feel compa- compelled to make um, and I don't necessarily need to go too deep into it because I feel like we've covered most of the points but basically don't base your self-worth based off whether or not you're in a relationship Hell to the no because and I, I'm so pleased that I learned that before I was in a relationship as well because that's what I, I think that's what I'm trying to say Tom when I'm saying like I don't need you and you don't because that's not what my self-worth is based on I am more than this and you are more than this and we we are here because we want to be which i think makes the relationship stronger it makes it it makes it have more meaning that we're choosing this we're not just throwing ourselves into it and we don't feel like we need it we just we want to be here and i think that 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 means more to me that you want to be with me rather than you feel the need to be with me do you get what i'm saying like that makes me feel more valued by you but then you know it again it's like it it sets a healthier I guess a a stronger foundation in the sense of I don't feel like I'm hopeless or worthless without you yeah right yeah I guess that's a key thing I'm trying to think if there's anything else um yeah those are all the main ones really just 
um like just be straight up. single for ages too no. can i say that no <laughs> i love i i'm so pleased that that i was for however long i was like four years or something like I, i'm happy about on. that what about the whole notion of like sometimes you need to go through a certain through a series of situations for you to know about yourself because you won't necessarily it's good to know things theoretically but you might not necessarily like get the lessons or yeah i don't i don't like this whole thing of like take her out for a test drive before you like <laughs> like no that, but that's what people say about women and stuff like oh you know how you're gonna know if you it's like like it doesn't I, it sounds really corny but like be with yourself you are your best friend you are you are the your the relationship you have with yourself is it is far more important than a relationship you could have with anyone else because if i'm not whole within myself and if i don't have a self-awareness then i would be a nightmare in this relationship if i'm not already right like you if you can't get yourself straight and understand who you you are on a fundamental level you're gonna make a really lousy partner to somebody so quit waiting for that to happen and start working on yourself and when i say that i say that with from a place of that's that's where I, I came from when I went into a relationship with you. And and I don't think I could have gone into a relationship with you had I not done that work on myself. Because, you know, I, I, I kind of, I came into it with a level of maturity that I didn't have before. I, I came into it with an understanding of myself and, and also of my needs and my boundaries. Yeah. So I was able to clearly communicate that to you of what I would be okay with. And I didn't need to have, I didn't need to go through the, you know, the, the I don't know, like run through the mill of like all these different men, like t- to figure out what my boundary, no, like I can read books, I can what I can observe life and I Fair can, enough. I can understand myself to know what I'm okay with and what I'm not okay with, right? Like all of those, all of those things can be done by yourself, I feel. Yeah. don't get don't be wrong you will learn about yourself more when you're in a relationship because the person you're with hopefully puts up a mirror to you of what That's you what need to work to on from, and what yeah. you need to address within yourself and the baggage you're bringing to the relationship i didn't realize i've i've grown i've grown so much being in a relationship with you because i didn't have that reflection coming back at me yeah right but at the same time I grew enough. I, I grew as much as I needed to when I was by myself. That was what was meant to happen in my life. Yeah. And also just, you know, this idea of like, I, I traveled more. I haven't I haven't actually traveled with you much. Like I traveled more when I was single. I did more, like I I relished. I, I you know, took advantage of my life. I, 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 guess, I guess where I was coming from was like where you eventually got to in terms of like the mirror. Because that is something I have found valuable. And that's not to yeah. say that those lessons haven't come without, like, pain and stuff. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's the other no, thing, too. It's no, like, no, <laughs> people but, glamorizing relationships. It's painful sometimes. Yeah, no. And, but at the same time, like, I feel like you just have to, like, I guess, be strong and stand up and just accept that life isn't going to be, like, smooth sometimes. And that's why yeah. I don't necessarily fear those pains. That if they come, exactly. they come. And, like... And if anything, the fact that I've able I've been able to get myself through them, like and through them and onto the other side has like allowed me to come to this position where I can look back and say, Yeah, you know what? It was painful, but that was worth it and I learned X, Y, and Z. And, and I appreciate those had... lessons and I'm gonna take them forward into like my relationship with you. Like, do you get what I'm not Are you saying that you learned those things when you were in a relationship with me? Pardon? Are you saying you learned all those things whilst with me? Well, yeah. So with you, yeah. So or what before, I'm saying, like, also, like it's just 
I feel like, I, but I'm saying when we face, when I face challenges now, yeah. when I face those kinds of situations, I feel a certain level of comfort that you're not going to leave me because of this situation. Like I need to work through this and I need to be responsible for my own happiness. And you're not just going to just give up and leave because I've done something that you're not particularly happy with yeah. or I behaved in a certain way that because like we're here for each other. We're here, we're here to build each other up. And we're here to, to to hold each other accountable as well. Yeah. I think just having patience with each other and understanding that, you know, we're not gonna operate in the same ways all the time. Um, but you know, your handling of conflict resolution may be, you know, different to mine and it also may incense me, but I'm not gonna leave you for it, right? Like that's just something we have to accept about each other. The same way that I'm really and ask about making the bed in the morning and you're not particularly fast, but you make it anyway because you know that that's what, like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, we do things for each other that we wouldn't necessarily do if we weren't in the room, but you know, well, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I guess I hope that's been somewhat helpful. <laughs> like, and I hope there's been like some nuggets that peeps can take away, but. I'll put some stuff in the description. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh man, it's an interesting thing, man. But I, I, it's it's worth it. Put in the work, man. It's not like it, especially if you come from like the the super romantic um type yeah, exactly. vibe like I do. Then I know it can feel a bit laborious, but I can guarantee you that it's it's a good. It provides you with a good foundation for you to continue to enjoy the romance that you've been so lucky to experience. And I hope it flourishes and grows and um yeah thanks for listening you're my best friend <sighs> i love you my friend all right okay guys um thanks for listening i'm gonna thanks sign to all my out. friends and most of all my friend tom <sighs> okay bye guys <laughs> bye <laughs>